Welcome to the Keisha Wright Show, a weekly faith-based podcast for sisters, where we talk about everything concerning women. You name it, we'll cover it. There's no issue or topic off limits to God. And on this podcast, we'll expand the conversations. I'm your host and humble servant, Keisha Wright, licensed mental health therapist in the state of Maryland and transformation coach. As a therapist, it is my responsibility to advise you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for services from your very own mental health professional. Hello, 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 beautiful people. It's me, it's Keisha, your host and the humble servant. And listen, today is a very, very, very special episode. I cannot believe that this is my 15th episode. This is my very last episode for this season. And Lord, I am most grateful to you for giving me content and helping me to organize my schedule in such a way that I was able to commit to doing 15 episodes and my first complete season of my podcast, The Keisha Wright Show. As I always do at the beginning of every episode, I am so grateful for those of you who have um, been with me over this 15 weeks, who have listened to my podcast, who have sent me um, DMs or emails, who have responded to some of my questions, you know, who have given me topic suggestions or who have just reached out to say, yo, Key, you doing, you doing pretty good. You know, this blessed me, that blessed me. I am so grateful. So listen, during this episode, I am just going to talk about, you know, what this journey has been like and recap some of the topics. I won't be able to hit all of them. I don't want to be any more than 30 minutes in this last episode, But I want to say that this has been quite a journey for me. You know, this is one of those Romans um, 828 things where everything that you do is working towards a greater good, like all things work together for the good. And I say that because what doing these 15 um, episodes has required me to do is be more in my word. It, It has required me to be in my word. So I can't, I couldn't make excuses for not being able to study, for not being able to set aside that time to spend with the Lord, because I'm very careful not to talk about or teach his word and not have put my time in. And so during this time, you know, some things have broken off of me. Some transformation um, has begun because you cannot spend time in the word of God and not change. And so I am so, so grateful for that. You know, when I said I wanted to commit to this, I was like, how am I going to be able to do it? You know, nothing about doing a podcast. And God was just so faithful in that he sent me the people that I needed and he gave me the content. He gave me the content to be able to do 15 episodes. So I am so excited. I hope that you have enjoyed this 15 weeks, these episodes, you know, they will um, be available indefinitely. I hope that if this is your first time listening, that you'll go back and, and, and check out some of the episodes. I'm telling you, 
It is some life-changing stuff. It's life-changing. And the reason I know that is because it has been life-changing to me. Just going into the word of God and, and um, you know, spending that time with him. So I'm going to do a little, a little recap on some of the things that I talked about. I won't be able to mention each and every episode, but I'll talk about some of the ones that were a little bit more um, personal to me and also some of the ones that you guys um, sent me emails or DMs or called me about. And so the very first episode I talked about was um, I entitled it, How Are You Doing? And what I did in this episode was just I went into detail about the difference between um, mental illness and uh, what did I say? Mental illness and mental health. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm actually saying what what I talked about on the, on the episode. Yeah. So mental illness refers to diagnosable conditions that affects a person's thinking, feeling, mood, or behavior, while mental health reflects our emotional, psychological, and social well-being, affecting how we think, feel, and act. And I think the point that I was trying to make, and I'm, I'm hoping that if you haven't heard it, that you'll, you'll go back and listen to it. Mental illness and mental health are not the same. And a lot of times we don't deal with our mental health because of the stigmas associated with mental illness. And so, like I said, I can't go into all of it, but what I am saying to you is if anything is going on within your mental, check it out, whether it be mental illness or mental health. Like I have a lot of clients with mental illness who are, are very much functional. They're doing well. They actually have diagnosis and they have put um, mechanisms in place so that they can be productive so that they can have quality lives. And so just because if you do have a diagnosis of a mental illness, it does not mean that you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you can't have a quality life. You know, if you're having some mental health issues, mental health issues are as a result of life, lifing. Life does not stop lifing. And sometimes the things that we experience in our lives, it can be a lot. And so in a nutshell, take care of your mental, whether you're struggling with mental health um, concerns or mental illness. It, It does not make you any less you. It does not make you not a Christian. It does not mean that you are not worshiping enough or praying enough or reading enough word. It simply means that some issues are going on that you may need to address. So that was my first episode. The second one I talked about authentic self. Now this one was really good. And I think the reason that the Lord gave me this one is because so many, you know, this is a buzzword now, authentic self, authentic self, authentic self. And I was like, you know, what is that? And as I, you know, I, 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 you know, went to the word, you know, authentic self should align with what God says we need to be. And I, I talked about in the episode how our life's issues the things that we've been through have made us who we are. And sometimes as women, you know, when we've had a whole lot of hurt and disappointment in our lives, who we are authentically, who we have grown to be does not necessarily line up with what the word of God says. And so um, I referred us to 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 through 8 where we can look at attributes, actual attributes of God and measure ourselves against that, you know, and if we find that, that we are a little bit off, 
We can, you know, do whatever we have to do to get ourselves back to a place where we are in the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, with that episode, I think my, what I wanted to convey most is what is your standard for authentic authenticity or authentic self? What is your standard? And I, and I, and I said that a lot of times authentic self is a protective self. Authentic self has become very protective because of the things that we've been through. And so sometimes with that, you see the bitterness, you see the anger, you see, um, lack of trust, you know, things, things of that nature where we're just not able to get along because we're in this protective state and that has become who we are authentically. And so just make sure that your authentic self does not align with what the world says we should be as women. You know, compare yourself, measure your authentic self to what the Lord says. Okay. So let me, oh, here's a good scripture that I gave. Psalm 139, 23 through 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Authentic self, ladies, should be rooted in being in the image of God. So listen, don't be afraid to allow the Lord to search you. That's That was intimidating for me and sometimes it still is because, you know, sometimes we're just not right. And we think that the Lord can't see this stuff, but he does. Ask him to search you and point out the things that are wicked in you. Wicked is, doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just the things that don't line up with the word and align yourself, my sisters, with what God says we ought to be. Okay. So that was episode two on authentic self. Episode three, age is not a factor. Make the change. You know, I'm not going to talk too much about that, but with me being in my fifties, you know, this does not, you know, I'm not, what is the, what am I trying to say? I'm not trying to leave out women who are, are younger, but a lot of times when we get in our fifties, when we hit that middle age, the Lord is trying to urge us or unctioning us to do something different. And we just have this fear. We have a fear, um, uh, of, uh, of doing it for whatever reason. And I, I, I gave the what ifs. I know I said I wasn't going to go too much into this, but I guess I am. You know, we have the what ifs and, and I'm going to give you some of those what ifs. What if I fail? What if, um, what if they say no? What if I'm not good enough? What if I lose my status? What if they reject me? What if I lose my friends? What if, what if, what if? And so when we get into the what if syndrome, it stops us from moving forward. And I talked about um, not accepting CZs. And, and I wasn't talking about cubic zirconium. I was talking about comfort zones. I said, we're not going to accept the CZs anymore, the comfort zones. We want to be diamond status. And when we go into diamond, when we reach diamond status, it means that we have, we have gone through some things. We've been under the extreme heat and pressure that, it, that, that is required to make a diamond. And so when we come out of it, when we leave the comfort zone and we go into that transformational process 
of becoming a diamond. We we're under some pressure. We feel the heat, but if we would just stick in there and allow God to, to cut us like how diamonds are cut when they're being prepared for consumers and man, we come out sparkling. We're better people. So I'm telling you, trade in your CZs, your comfort zone, trade in your CZs for diamond status. That was, that was a good one. Ladies, I'm telling you, I was impressed with myself with the CZs and the, and the diamond status. Like we want to be diamonds. So let's do it. I'm encouraging you. I am letting you know you can do this. That was episode three. Um, episode four, self-acceptance. Who am I? Where am I? That was a good one too. I guess I'm going to say that, that about all of them. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, but it was, this was a really good one too. Self-acceptance. Who am I? Where am I? Um, what do I want to recap on this? I'm just kind of looking through some of my notes, self-acceptance. I refer to that scripture again, Psalm 139 verses one and three, where it talked about, um, God searching, searching us. And I talked about, um, God doing a strip search on us, you know, and I, and I said, God strip searching us is, is not because he doesn't know because he's omniscient. His search of us is so that we can discover things about ourselves. His search is for us to discover things about us so that he can then lead us in the way of everlasting, which is the way of godliness. It's true and it's good. It's pleasing to God and profitable to us. It's the path of it's the path to righteousness, purpose, and ultimately everlasting life. Full acceptance of truths revealed about you from God's strip search is the best environment for change. So, you know, listen, don't be afraid to, to allow God to, to search you, to show you, you, and to, and to then get you into that place where self-acceptance is aligned with, um, with, with godly principles and, and godly attributes. And so, um, I tell you that one was, that was a power pack lesson. So I want you to, to listen to that. And, you know, I gave questions in there to evaluate your, your self-acceptance. It was, it was really good. So, um, God loves you. And he, and he accepts you for who and what and where you are in your life right now. But he wants to take you to another level. And, and you can't go there if you are not in a place of um, understanding who you are so that you can get, you can get, you can be comfortable with you because who you are are transforming into aligns with what God says that you should be. And so that's just a little bit about, um, what that, what that session was about. Oops. I said session again. That's what I say all the time as a therapist, what that episode was about. So, um, I'm going right on into episode five where I talked about is busyness your distraction. Oh, that was a good one. I guess I said it again. 
Listen, this one, we talked about um, how busyness has become a way of life for us. And our busyness defines who we are. And I refer to the story of Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42, where um, when they were in the presence of Jesus, Martha was so busy worrying about everything being perfect and things being done while Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha got angry and she asked like, Lord, like, are you really going to let her just sit there while I'm doing all the work? And, and the Lord had to, you know, he, he had to correct her and he told her, you know, like you worried about all the wrong stuff. And, you know, so what I pointed out in that particular episode is that we are so busy that we even miss out on our time with the Lord. And I questioned you, like, what is your busyness causing you to miss out on? Your children, your family, your, your time with God, your time with yourself. Like, why are you so busy? And what does being busy really, really do for you? You need to look into that and you need to slow down. In episode six, I asked you, was disappointment your distraction? And I define disappointment as when someone or something fails to meet your expectations or when our hopes and our longings don't come to fruition. And, and we talked about what, what, um, what disappointment can do to us. And I think in the next episode after that, I talked about being disappointed in God. You know, and that, that was, that was a big one. You know, sometimes we, we, we have this disappointment in God and we're, we're too embarrassed to admit it. And we're going to church and we're putting on the church face and, you know, we're saying all of the right things when on the inside, we are disappoint, disappointed in God. And I talked about Naomi and Ruth and, you know, how, uh, Naomi was, di- Naomi was disappointed in God to the point where she was like, don't even call me Naomi, call me Mara. She was like, you know, because I, I, I just, just call me Mara because I, I, I'm not happy about where I am in, in my life. And so Mara was about, you know, sorrow and just feeling like God had left her. And so, you know, we got to, if we are feeling disappointed in God, we need to deal with that thing from a very honest, honest perspective so that we can get back on track with our relationship with the Lord. So, you know, I talked about in episode eight, self-forgiveness or not. I don't want to go into all of that. I mean, it's, it was, it was just so much. I think at the end of the day, in the, in these 15 episodes, you know, the moral of the story for me is, you know, be true to yourself about what's really going on with you. Um, I didn't want to go into the whole self-forgiveness episode, but I feel Holy Spirit leading me to. And all I'm going to say about that is, you know, in the word of God, you don't see where it says we have to forgive ourselves. You know, when, when, the, when the word talks about forgiveness, it talks about uh, us forgiving others and others forgiving us. And of course, God forgiving us. And so what I said in that episode is, you know, 
if you cannot forgive yourself, which I, again, I say, I have not been able to found, find in the word that that is something that we need to focus on. What we need to do is rest in the forgiveness that we know that God has given us. Believe it. God has forgiven you. So you can rest in that and move on with your life and go be great. Stop beating yourself up about things that you have done in your past. And, you know, and I'm just being honest, some of the things that we have done, you know, they're not, they're not good things. Some of them are actually horrific. And when we think back on some of those things, you know, like, and I I mentioned some things in the, in the um, episode about like, for those of us who may have, may not have raised our children or those of us who have just done things to others that we love that when we look back on it, it just, it makes us cringe, you know, those kinds of things. It's difficult to forgive yourself for things like that, things that are very near and dear to our hearts. And so I am encouraging you not to focus on that stuff. You know, don't don't be putting a whole lot of work into trying to forgive yourself because in and of yourself, it, it it's just not easy. Rest in the fact, sister, that God forgives you. And when he forgives, he forgives. He doesn't, he doesn't throw stuff back in your face. Like, like what, what we, what we do, you know, first John one and nine says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Matthew 11, 28 through 30 says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And then if you look at that from the message Bible, um, I like how this translation reads. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's what happens when we can rest in the forgiveness that Christ Jesus offers us. We can learn to live freely and lightly. You know, Psalm 103, this is where I just had a whole lot of scripture. Psalm 103 says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. And these are not just physical diseases. These are diseases of our hearts, of our minds, of our souls, this is the, this is where that unforgiveness for ourselves lies. God can forgive you of what he forgives you for whatever you've done. He forgives you for all of your iniqu- iniquities. Psalm 103, I, I read verses one, two, and three, you know, you no longer have to be consumed with self-forgiveness as we're always being taught. You don't have to be consumed with that. Consume yourself with the fact that Christ Jesus forgives all of your iniquities. And so, you know, I gave more scriptures. That was a time where I just, I I just gave plenty of scriptures because I want you to understand 
that stop worrying about all of the things that you've done in your past. Like God still has a call for you. You know, he still has an assignment for you. And your past does not negate that. And so stop trying to, you know, stop beating yourself up. You know, stop with the guilt. Stop with the shame. And rest in the fact that the Lord God himself has forgiven you. So that was that was eight. And then um, episode nine, I went further into self-forgiveness. I am telling you, it's a lot of scripture with that too. And um, I'm just, I am encouraging you to, to, um, to listen to it so that you can get all of the nuggets. But I'm just looking at a few things that I talked about. Um, one thing that's important when we're trying to get beyond the things that we, that are holding us back, the things that we don't forgive ourselves for, we have to overcome automatic negative thoughts. You know, ANTS is, is the acronym. And automatic negative thoughts happens when our negative thoughts become a habit where we begin to think that, you know, everything is negative and and that happens. And when we're on this path of trying to overcome some of the things that we've done in our lives, we got to, we got to be able to recognize all of these automatic negative thoughts and to break the cycle of negative thinking, especially when it comes to ourselves. I talked about cognitive restructuring and how it teaches you, you know, how to self-monitor your thoughts and how to um, change negative thought patterns. Uh, But in order to do that, you must be able to identify your thinking errors. And all of these thinking errors sometimes are, I mean, I'm talking about self-forgiveness. It's as a result of how we feel about ourselves. And so I'm telling you, listen to listen to all of these episodes because it's, it's some, it's some good stuff in here. Oh, episode number 10. I talked about weeping while working and how, you know, a lot of the times when we're going through things in our lives, we can't just shut down and stop doing what we have to do. We still have to get up and go to work. We still have to take care of those children or those grandchildren we still have to, you know, fulfill our, our, our obligations and the other areas of our lives that we've committed to. And so I said in, the, in, these, in these kinds of situations, it's okay to weep while you're working. It really, it's okay to, to weep while, while you're working. And I talked about David. I talked about when David was, was, had fled, um, he, was, he was running from his own son who was trying to kill him. And it was a tough, tough time in his life. But even though it was tough, David was still kinging. I know that's not proper English. He was the king. And even though he, it was a tough time in his life, he, he was still being the king and, and doing everything that he, that he had to do. And um, I gave, let me tell you what scripture I came out of. Um, I talked about how David handled distress and I came out of second Samuel, um, verse 15, chapter 15, I want to say verses 14 and 15. And, um, I gave seven things I want to say, let's see, I'm looking, I'm trying to scroll through my notes. I gave seven things that David did 
while he was weeping and working. And so the first thing he did is he fled. He removed himself from the situation that was trying to overtake him. And I said, seek the Lord on whether you should leave the situation or stay and ask God to show you what to do. King David said, I'm out of here. He said, I'm out. I, I can't, I can't do this right now. And so a lot of times when we're going through, when we're weeping and working, sometimes we have to decide what situations we need to remove ourselves from in order to recover. Um, number two, David dwelled in a far off place. You know, it says that he tarried. It says, and the king went forth and all the people after him and tarried in a place that was far off. And so sometimes we have to, we have to set ourselves aside and stay wherever it is that God is telling us to stay. That's the tarrying part, to dwell there, to dwell in the secret place so that we can hear from God. A lot of times when we're going through our stuff, we stay in the midst of all of the situations when God is trying to set us aside a little bit so that he, he can speak to us, so that he can talk to us. David was willing to tarry in a desert place, you know, and, and sometimes when we're going through our situations, you know, we're in a dry place. And I'm just telling you, don't be discouraged when, when you're in a dry place, because those are the places where God meets you. And you are, you, because you're in the dry place, there's not a whole lot going on and you can really hear from God. So if you are blessed to be in a dry place, don't, don't be upset. Tarry there for a while because God will meet you there. It, uh, another thing that I noticed in that scripture was that David went up. He didn't go down into the valley when he was at his lowest. He went up. And as he went up the mountain, he wept. And that's where I got the title, weeping while working. Like he wept because he was so hurt by what was going on with his son. You know, in number six, I said he allowed himself to grieve. He allowed himself to grieve what he was feeling and he prayed. So he grieved and he prayed. Like when we're in those spaces where we can't exactly stop living, you know, we still have to fulfill all of our um, um, commitments, but we're just going through something. It's okay to weep. It's okay to grieve. You know, we can set ourselves aside. We can, we can tarry in the dry place. You know, all of these things are normal and they are acceptable while we're going through this particular time. And the seventh thing that I noticed that David did was worship. So when you're in that weepy place, when something is going on in your life and you're, you're in that weepy place, but you can't drop out of life, you know, listen to that episode in, in its entirety. It gives a lot of nuggets because that's where we are. Like we live in a world where sometimes we can't go on a month long vacation to get through the rough places in our lives. We have to continue to function. We have to continue to work. And I'm telling you, sisters, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And so check that episode out. Let's see here. That was episode 10. I'm rounding the bend here. Episode 11 was my cup is empty. And this is where sometimes we find ourselves where we don't have anything else to give where we feel like we have we're tapped out 
And I talked about how, when we get to that place, how we have physical symptoms, mental symptoms, emotional symptoms, you know, how it it impacts our performance, affects our sleep, affects our relationships. And I gave different things that we can do to try to get back on track. And so I said to, you know, I said, you know, how are you pouring from an empty cup? And I talked about um, not allowing others to put their lips on our cup. And, and I said, you know what, you know, people should only be able to drink off of your saucer. And I know a lot of people say, well, what does that mean? You know, if people are drinking off of your saucer, what does that mean about your cup? It means that your cup is full. So we have to, as women, sisters, we have to be very intentional about filling our own cup. Sometimes we are so busy filling other people's cups. We are uh, making sure other people's gas tanks are full and we don't have any in our own tank. You know, when we fly, it tells us to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first. But what do we do? We're making sure that everybody else has their oxygen and, and we don't have our own. Like, stop. Be intentional about filling your cup. Stop, stop functioning on an empty cup. Sometimes that's required. It depends on, you know, the circumstances in your life, but don't make that your norm where you are pouring out so much and you're not intentional about making sure that you are, um, you are, you place yourself in the best possible position for restoration. Fill your own cup, do things to fill your cup to the degree that it's overflowing. And when your cup is overflowing, you have enough to share. You can then tell people like, take a sip off my saucer because my cup is full and it's running over. So that means, you know, striking a balance, harmony, work-life harmony. And I gave a whole lot of things for you to consider some. And so I want you to check out that episode if you have not already listened to it. Oh, episode 12. Now, I'm honestly, I think this is one of my favorite ones. I know I've been talking about all of them being good, but I do believe that this is one of my my favorite ones where um, I talked about uh, it's titled, Who or What Are You Wrestling With? And I came out of Genesis 32 uh, um, verses 22 through 29 uh, where it talked about how Jacob stole Esau's birthright and Jacob ended up running because when Esau, you know, finally figured out all that was going on, he, you know, he said, I'm gonna kill my brother. And so Jacob ran, but at some point God says you had to return and Jacob was afraid and Jacob had sent his family on before ahead of him. And Jacob wrestled with an angel. He wrestled with God. And what God spoke to me about in, in this particular episode is that, a lot of times as women, and, and really this one was very personal for me because he personally gave me some instructions and he showed me that I was, I'm wrestling with the wrong people. And so I'm just encouraging you wrestle with God. Like Jacob did. The angel said to, to Jacob, let me go. And Jacob said, no, I'm not letting you go until I get my blessing. And that's how we have to be with God. You know, we're looking for other people, the people that have hurt us and this person and that person to restore us and to make us whole and to make us feel better when Jacob had the right idea. 
He said, I'm not going to go back and wrestle with Esau. I'm not wrestling with anybody but God until I get my blessing. And guess what? He got his blessing. So consider who you're wrestling with. I'm encouraging you to stop wrestling with them. Let them off the hook and wrestle with God because that's where your blessing comes from. So that was episode 12. Who or what are you wrestling with? Episode 13, we started talking about matters of the heart. Um, and, and how our, our matters, the matters of our heart, how, how they impact our lives, you know, and, um, I, I focused on Mark seven verses 21 through 23. And it reads that it says, and he said that which cometh out of the man is that defileth the man for from within out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil lie, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile the man. And I talked about how a lot of times when we are, when we have some of these behaviors or some of these descriptions, like if we are adulterers or fornicating or murderers or whatever, some of us have been hurt into these kinds of behaviors. The things that we've gone through in our lives um, have caused us to be and to do and to think certain things. And, you know, these things now, they become the issues uh, that we deal with in in our lives. And a scripture that I, you know, I I gave was Proverbs 4.23. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. And Jeremiah 17, nine says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. And so I went down and and talked about each one of these things that was listed in Mark seven. And I explained that sometimes like until we are really aware of it, we just, we can't help it because some healing needs to take place. And it, and it, and it was the perfect, you know, episode after talking about wrestling with God, because you know, in order to heal from some of these things, we, we literally have to wrestle with God for him to break this stuff off of us. And so, um, you know, the things that we have been through in our lives, they are the things that defile us from within because they, we, 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 what do we do? We, we kind of store them up on the inside and, and they begin to express themselves outwardly and, it's, it's, it's not until we deal with this stuff. It's not until we deal with what is defiling us on the inside that we can, um, that we receive our deliverance and we can break, break off some of these things that are going on within us. So I said, you know, this is not for us to feel guilty. It's not for us to feel shame. It's not about condemnation. It's just about being true to ourselves about, how some of the things that we have experienced in our lives have ultimately impacted us. And I'm just encouraging you to put your work in. And then in, in um, episode 13, I did a matters of the heart part two. That was the name of the episode, episode 13. If I didn't mention it, episode 14, I did matters of the heart part two. And I focused on um, evil thoughts, which was the first thing that defileth the man from within. It's the first thing that God mentioned in Mark seven. The first thing with e- was evil thoughts because 
out of the evil thoughts, this is what I believe out of the evil thoughts comes all of the other stuff. It starts with the thought. And so in episode 14, that's what I focused on. I talked about your thinking. I talked about stinking thinking. And I also gave a quote by Henry Ford that says, whether you think you can or you think you cannot, you're right. And so it, it's all about what you think. What are your thought patterns? What are your thought processes? And, you know, I went into great detail about how to um, think about your thinking, which is metacognition, being aware of your thoughts and how great an impact your thoughts have on your life. And um, I talked about ways to quality control your thinking. And so too much to go into in this recap, but I'm telling you, it's some good information and I'm hoping that you, you, you will listen to these episodes over and over and over again, however many times it takes for you to simply grow in some areas of your life. That's what this podcast for me has been all about a time for us to grow and to have a better quality of life. I'm telling you, this has been quite a journey for me for these last 15 weeks. I feel like I was kind of rambling through this because it was a lot to, it was a lot to cover. But at the end of the day, what I want you to know is that this has been an exceptional experience for me. I am praying that these episodes will um, reach the world, honestly, women all over the world, so that in your very private way, you can begin to to make the necessary changes that you need to make so that you can have the quality of life that we are entitled to as, as daughters of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so having said that, I am, um, I am absolutely, I'm just, I'm basking, I'm basking and I'm just, I'm very happy that I took on this challenge and that I made it through my, my 15 weeks and I'm going to pause for a minute. I'm about to go on vacation today. I'm this, actually, I'm recording. It's 4:40 AM and we're, um, <coughs> I'm sorry, we're leaving for vacation today. So I'll have seven days to just kind of relax and reflect and figure out what my next steps would be after this, this particular episode, my prayer is that I'll be able to come back and that, um, I can do some audio visual stuff so that we, you can see me and, and we can inter, interact a little bit more um, closely. And so I'm asking you to pray for me so that I can really um, fully hear and understand what God um, wants me to do. And I promise you, I'm going to do it. So thank you again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for responding. Thank you for making a commitment to be a better you. Thank you for making the commitment to being a better you. I am encouraging you sisters, do what you have to do for you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. A version that lines up with the will and the word of God. Lord, bless my sisters. Be with them, protect them, cover them. Lord, and please make them whole. Amen. Until next time, sisters, and there will be a next time, peace and love.